0: Welcome to Bet Some, Get Some. My name is Matthew, and it's very good to be with you this week six of the college football season. I've got four really good bets, bets that I'm excited about, bets that, you know, I'm just feeling so optimistic and comfortable that these bets are going to be winning picks that are going to make you and I money if you so choose to put your money where my mouth is. Now, listen, four great bets start off with this one. Michigan versus Minnesota, the battle for the little brown jug, in prime time under the lights. Nothing better than Michigan football under the lights. It's a rare treat, but my goodness, is it a delight when it happens. Michigan, gosh, let's talk about last week versus Nebraska, forty-five to seven victory. Really, that seven points Nebraska scored. It was in garbage time against second and third string players on Michigan side. Michigan just really dominated. Of course, they ran the ball well, but let's talk about the throwing game because the wind was over 30 miles an hour and over 90 degrees in Nebraska when they kicked off the football game. And, you know, listen, to be able to throw all over the place like J.J. McCarthy did and for the receivers to catch and continue running routes and catch and score and just be beautiful. You've got really conditioned, in-shape receivers that can do that in that type of weather. You've got a quarterback who can throw a really accurate, tight spiral ball. Michigan, in all three phases of the game, they are just special this year. They were special last year and the year before, but this year is just something extra. They are really good. Minnesota, of course, they beat Nebraska, but I think they're comparably bad to Nebraska. Um, They didn't so much defeat Nebraska this year, week zero of the season, as Nebraska beat themselves, Um, horrible late-game interception that Nebraska threw to put Minnesota in a spot to win the game. Minnesota and Nebraska, I think, are comparably bad, and so I expect to see another 45-7 victory By Michigan this week, and again under the lights, that could add a little extra something something to Michigan's firepower. Could be 52 to seven, something like that. But right now, Michigan is an 18 and a half point favorite, and I think they're going to cover and cover very easily. Moving on, Oklahoma against Texas. Oklahoma, they are four and a half points underdogs. And um, listen, if you like Oklahoma, I don't. But if you like Oklahoma, they are 5-0 against the spread this year. Something to keep in mind. Now, here's the thing about Oklahoma. We don't know who they are. They won 73 to nothing against a no-name team. I think it was Arkansas State or something like that, but it's irrelevant. They won against SMU. They scored about 28 points. They scored 66 points against Tulsa, and they scored 50 points in their toughest matchup of the year so far against Iowa State. Now, all this says what? They have a good quarterback they have a good head coach and Brett Venables and um, they know how to score some points they have the capability to score some points but we don't know how good they're going to be against a good team like Texas Texas is back you beat Alabama and you're back Quinn Ewers very good quarterback cokehead Steve Sarkeesian pretty dadgum decent offensive schemist if you ask me, I think he's got Texas in the right spot. Texas is a better team, but um, are they going to be able to cover the spread against Oklahoma? I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure they will be, but I'm not totally sure. Of course, we don't want to bet on Texas straight up. There's no value in that, so it's tough. I do think here. I, th- I do think the best bet is the over 60 and a half. I think Texas is going to score quite a few points. I think Oklahoma is going to be able to put up at least 25, 24, something like that. I think that the over 60 and a half is your best bet in this Red River rivalry. Now, also, there's a spiritual aspect to this game. And the spiritual aspect is this. This is the final Big 12 Red River rivalry. And that means something from from a spiritual standpoint because, you know, it's it's like a star. You know, when a star dies, right before it dies, it reaches its brightest point. You know, there's a big, beautiful flash of light and it becomes brighter than it's ever been and then the star dies. And this Red River rivalry, a Big 12 Red River rivalry, is that star that's just about to die. I think when you think of the Big 12 passing, Great quarterback play, a lot of points and no defense. And in the spirit of a celebration of the last Big 12 Red River rivalry, I think we're going to see a lot of points scored and it will be over 60 and a half points. Moving on very quickly Colorado and ASU. Colorado is playing Arizona State. I've watched a good bit of Arizona State football this year. They play at night quite a bit and uh, over here on the West Coast. I quite enjoy watching Pac-12 After Dark. Very sad to see it go. ASU is a terrible team. They've got a decent coach, I think. It's his first year. He's coming over from Oregon as the offensive coordinator for the Ducks. And um, you know, it's gonna take some time for new players to get in that he's recruited that buy into his system, his philosophy. Right now, Arizona State is just poo-poo. Very bad, not good. They've got nothing really of flavor to them. And Colorado, they've got a flavor. They majorly overperformed last week against USC. And also, listen, you know, the worst is behind them. It's all uphill. I'm downhill is better. It's much easier, is the point, going forward than um, it was in the last couple weeks. The hardest part of the season is behind Colorado. And I think they have every reason to be very optimistic moving forward and they're going to take care of business. They are a favorite by four points. I think you take Colorado minus four, and that's the most sure bet you're going to have all weekend against this poo-poo Arizona State team. Finally, Washington State and UCLA. UCLA got a pretty good first-year starter quarterback, but it's going to take some time for him to develop. He's kind of struggling right now to put up points. You know, it's a Chip Kelly offense, kind of complicated. Give him some time to settle. He's not where he needs to be yet. He'll get there, but not yet. Washington State, unbelievable team, but they're underdogs in this game for whatever reason. They've got a Heisman candidate at quarterback. They put up a lot of points. They beat a great Oregon State team, and yet they are three-and-a-half-point underdogs. Straight up, if you want to take them, the money line is plus 155. And listen, very intriguing In this series, for the past six games, the underdog has won every time. I think that says something. UCLA has not really played anybody. They played Coastal Carolina. They played San Diego State, NC Central, North Carolina Central, and Utah without their star quarterback, Cam Rising. Really, they played Utah without a quarterback. You know, Utah without Cam Rising, they don't really have a quarterback, and they lost that game against Utah. UCLA is not as good of a team as Wazoo, and Wazoo's gonna prove that. I'm taking Wazoo straight up plus 155 here. That's what I'm gonna do, and I feel good about that. The only hang up is this Wazoo's coach, okay? He, I think, is gonna go to Michigan State University. Michigan State is recruiting him hard, and Michigan State is in a really great conference, the Big Ten, and there's a lot of prestige there, there's a lot of tradition. And if you do well at Michigan State, it's a beautiful thing for your career. Um, the opportunities there are a lot more impressive than the opportunities that Wazoo can provide. So uh, I think this coach is going to go to Michigan State. He was asked about that today in a press conference, and his answer was very protected, very wishy-washy. He he basically said without saying he's probably going to go to Michigan State. That's how I interpreted the press conference. So here's the thing. The players know that. The players are on this high because they're doing really well. They're ranked. Everybody is kind of rooting Wazoo and Oregon State on because they're the last of the storied Pac-12 teams. Um, And they've got a lot of momentum. And they've got a lot to play for. A lot of fire. UCLA is part of the reason that the Pac-12 is no more. They started this really horrible sequence of events that led to the Pac-12 being no more because they and USC went to the Big Ten last year. So, um, you know, I think Wazoo's going to come into this game with a lot of fire. The only hang-up, the only hiccup, is whether or not they're going to feel a little bit discouraged or upset about their coach, most likely going to Michigan State University. But I don't think that's enough to keep them from winning this game outright Washington State University plus 155, I think is the pick. So, quick recap: Michigan minus 18 and a half, Oklahoma and Texas over 60 and a half, Colorado minus four, and Washington State straight up against UCLA. Those are my picks. This is Bet Some Get Some. My name is Matthew. Talk to you very soon with the best picks for NFL Week Five. Take care.